of the anime, of the manga, of the Hiri Goraki. I'm your host, Eddie Klaus, also known as Sinister Gates. And with me, as always, is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm the master of the small package, Brooks. And what a, what a week of wrestling for us to talk what about this season. week. Did you watch that thing? Did I watch the greatest Royal Rumble, you're asking? In Saudi Arabia. The greatest the Royal Rumble Arabia. in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, um, where a couple of people... Um, Titus O'Neil died? Titus O'Neil did die, but he got a lot of retweets out of it. Um, Daniel okay. Bryan was in the ring. Um, retired um, bodily poisoned man Daniel Bryan did last um, eight hours in the Royal Rumble and then lost to an old water balloon that's seven feet tall named Big Cass, and it was bad to see. So that's well, the wrestling I'm, I'm a- report for the week. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now that we got that out of the way, we have we have a guest this week. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tumblr user, Twitter user, Max Bajillion, a.k.a. Arnold the Alive Dog. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the guests always have a good... They have one prepared. Right. Well, you know, guests have have a year plus to just really whittle down what the best possible nickname is. Whereas me, I'm in the bathroom before we record, and I think, "Oh God, I don't have a nickname." It was literally that's where true inspirations. I was watching. Yeah. I was watching <laughs> the, the King, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia's um, the Greatest Royal Rumble, presented by WWE and Snickers, and <laughs> the I, Snickers still they're still involved, <laughs> probably. And I was laying in bed watching it on my telephone, and then I realized that there was a half hour before we recorded the show, and I hadn't had my bathroom meditation time where I come up with a nickname. So then I rushed over into that, and now here I am. Oh, thank you. So I have a uh, question just as to sort of in, in terms of like drift compatibility for mm-hmm. um, our very own Tumblr user, Maxi Bajillion. So could you just could you talk briefly about your experience, first of all, with Jojo and in terms of in terms of your familiarity um, and also just sort of whether you grew up as a Sandler person, a Carrie person or a feral person? All right. Well. I was introduced to JoJo in, like, I want to say sophomore, junior year of college, and I read, like, part one, and I was like, this is weird. I don't really like it that uh-huh. much. And then, like, a couple years ago, I read it again, and I was like, this is the greatest thing to ever happen to sure. me. And then I, I read, like, literally everything and watched literally everything, and I own, like, all of, like, the fancy new manga releases. With, like, the I'm, new I'm covers? The Jojoniums, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at them right now. They're very pretty. And I was absolutely a feral person. Growing so up. kind of a kicking and screaming fan... I, there was one time in high school where the people I carpooled with, they asked me what my favorite movie was, and I was like a 14-year-old smooth brain, and I said The Benchwarmers. <laughs> I don't think, I don't even think that was a Will Ferrell Nick movie, but it might best well role, been. and one of Rob Schneider and David Spade's best roles, I would say. See, uh, you see, you beat me to the punch, because I was gonna ask, I bet Brooks knows the entire cast of <laughs> The Benchwarmers, but I didn't even have to. There's a very funny scene, um, where... It's um there's a, a a boy who is who is a large a friend and large boy. He he squats over one of the main cast members as a small child boy and they hold him down and he very much says the words beef stew and then does a wet fart into his face. Is that the mo- is that the movie when there's like a big Dominican man and he has a paper yes. that says like I am 12? Oh that's a good joke. It's a that's good a joke. joke. It was ri- written in crayon. Yeah, yeah, we're we can all three agree. We can we can put a put a pin in this one. It's a good movie. 
It's a good movie. Okay, we'll revisit it. Not a Will Ferrell movie, but it's, still a good movie. I'll have spirit, to find some. It's a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> I'll have to find some uh, like degrees of carry to it so he can talk about it on Carry Me Home. Right. So I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I think he showed like, up in the Blu-ray release. I'm sure on his Inside the Actors Studio, Jim Carrey was talking to the to the very small gnome man who hosts that, and he was he's probably like, well, in 2003, um, my career was struggling. Um, it had been almost 10 years since Liar Liar, so it was, I was really going down the tubes, and then I saw the Benchwarmers, and I saw the very funny scene where Nick Swardson sort of, um, runs at a Girl Scout at his door with a sword, um, because he has severe agoraphobia, and it's a good joke. And it really inspired me to make, um, Fun with Dick and Jane, which revitalized my career in 2004. Earlier, before Kim went out, she was like, when do we have to do Jim Carrey again? And I was like, well, we did it really early in April, so and it's once a month, so we have, like, all of May to do it. And she's like, good, because I don't want to. <laughs> We're two episodes in, and she's already... The, the fatigue is Yeah, it's beginning. And, and they've been okay movies, <laughs> is the thing. Yeah, no, like, some of them are really good. Like, you haven't even gotten to Mr. Popper's Penguins yet, and Fuck. she's already tapping out. I mean, the problem is you blew your yeah you blew your load on the Truman Show, which is my favorite character. Mm. Yeah, I think is the yeah. best one. You got to get him in somehow, though. Yeah. Once you talk about JoJo? Once she slaps those eyes yeah. on Jim Carrey's Grinch cheeks, it's gonna be all over. She's she's a big Grinch fan. Gotcha. Because she Aren't doesn't know what happens in fucking P got chat when the word Grinch is mentioned. Right. So. And she never. Everyone she Manchurian never candidates immediately into shit posting. It's very bad. <laughs> Uh, Rick, what'd you, what'd you think of this week's JoJo episodes? I counted the number of, um, magical brown rats in this episode, and there were fewer. I like that, I like these episodes a lot. I did notice something when, yeah. uh, Chase, the good song plays. Hmm. I, I did notice there's, mm. there's a rat that kind of shows up when the part was like... <laughs> I noticed that last time, too. I never saw it before, and I was like, oh, where's that gross one? Yeah. Um, I did not uh, notice that the time that I watched Chase this week. Because you skipped it. Now... Okay, so here's, I, I, am, I am concerned about potentially alienating our listener base, especially those who make this possible by giving us money. So what I thought we would do is, so if you donate to our Patreon right now and you think that Chase is a good song, I want you to just skip ahead like 10 seconds. All okay. right. It's a fucking bad song. It's so boring. Nah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a bad one it's to hear that... and nobody likes it it's the same like guitar strum every time and the chorus is fun but that's like the chorus of gangnam style is fun so okay now you're back so... chase is a good song and now <laughs> i'd love to hear it thank you for listening and donating okay you know you know you know i edit this right yeah so you can just put in like... your own critiques of um of the good song of chase <laughs> it's just gonna play the entirety of chase while you're talking about that yeah <laughs> so the episodes How'd you feel? And everyone how'd, will be like, is somebody playing PlayStation 2 in the background? Because the Midnight Run soundtrack <laughs> seems to be playing. Uh, Rohan's Adventure. I like it. Was it good? It's good. It's, it's Shigechi, though. Uh. Now, <laughs> he's a good friend and boy, I think. Uh, my whole thing is that Shigechi is actually like a beautiful pure soul but money is brain poison yeah it is a brain parasite and yeah that's... I, I i definitely got that the second time the first time i was like i hate this gross kid <laughs> the second time i watched it i'm like oh i kind of feel i kind of feel bad for him because he's just a little kid and he's being taken advantage of by these handsome high school yeah <laughs> all right we'll, we'll get to that but first we'll start with rohan kishibe's adventure 
where he walks down an alleyway and that's all that happens in the entire episode. It's the Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah. The first time I watched this one, I was like, wow, that sure was a filler episode. It absolutely is not. It's one of the most important episodes in the whole show. It's it's, it's like the beginning of the Yeah, stuff. I like it a lot. Yeah. I like both of these uh-huh. episodes. I mean, I don't know how Shigechi's Har- Harvest Part 2 is going to go, really, but... You're gonna... I think you'll you're... like oh. the episode, but you'll hate one plot point that happens. Oh. Gotcha. I... Because, like, I, oh. I really enjoy that... I enjoy the breaks from... Oh no! This this stand user this week is extremely powerful, and there's no way to beat it. I like when there's just, I like the the change of pace. I'm just like so you know you know how in the rat episode it was kind of like an overall just like everyone hates to look at it and it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, in the next in Shigechi's Harvest Part Two, there's gonna be a thing that happens that like a stand power that's specifically targeted to make you hate it. Okay. Like it's your specific nightmare, I think. So just be prepared for that. Hmm. It's so bad. It's kind of like a... It's so bad. It makes your finger bones disappear. <laughs> no, okay. No, I, I, I'm not talking about a, like a meme, funny internet friend thing. I'm talking about Brooks the person. Okay, the so real man. Sort of my... It's just a real life Philosophically. So, <laughs> so when his stand power activates, um, it puts a legitimate actual sword through the body of Boingo wherever he is in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Sorry. Oh, man. Still batting a thousand on the predictions. I love it. (laughs) But uh, this one starts with uh, Rohan. I think he's walking down the street and he sees Koichi. No, Koichi is walking down the street and Rohan is hiding behind the city map waiting to scare him. Okay. Hey, kid. What's up? So that happens and the first thing Rohan says is, it's not like I'm going to harm you. Yeah. I've already read the entire life out of your face skin book. And we don't, do we know if he ever replaced the fucking 50 pounds of memories he removed from? I'd like to think he did. He seems a little better Because he knows who Josuke and Okuyasu are, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He does not like Josuke. He does not. Yeah. Uh, so then he's like, hey, I'm checking out this map. And did you know it's a manga artist's job to remember the childhood? It's, because I he's a it. true everyone. He's a true that. manga artist who remembers the nineties. Uh, so he's looking at the map and he's like, "Oh, for some like for some reason on this map, it doesn't show this alleyway that's in in between these stores." Weird, huh? Anyway, see you later, and that's the episode. Yeah, and then, and then Shigechi's harvest starts, and <laughs> there is a small stand that comes out of a, a safe. So, what uh, I forget. Koichi's really excited because he's like, if yeah. you point out something wrong on a map and you take it to a bookstore, yeah, you, you get a reward. You get apparently. a bookstore gift certificate. You'll get a bookstore gift certificate. And Ron says two or three certificates won't cover this. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, yeah, fine. I guess. Give Koichi four bookstore gift certificates. He needs to expand his like collection. his manga appreciation because this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, he needs to read some shit other than Dark Pink Shonen because. <laughs> He just wants to pick the latest copy of Naruto up. Yeah. yeah. Well, he would love Was Naruto. Naruto in the 90s? I don't know. Naruto's been around forever. So I just assume. Yes. Um, so what happens? They walk through the alleyway, and it's regular, and then there's a dog turd near their mailbox. And he's like, oh, this is a one-of-a-kind dog turd. I'm surprised he didn't fucking, like, smell it and, like, draw it. Yeah. Like, he must have done it before, though. Like, he already... <laughs> yes, he, he did it so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Faster than Koichi, could, walk, down, walk with me down this street for the first time. For sure. <laughs> um, so they... I, it, what happens, they walk around, and then they, like, end up back where they were. Yeah, it's like the funny like, no Windows 95, like, screensaver, where it's just, like, an endless maze, and you end up in the same place. 
and is this when the girl shows up? Yeah, this is this is the first part yeah, where Rohan's like, like, you know what? We might be under the influence of someone's stand. Which always happens at like minute seven, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ko- Koichi brings uh, out Echo's Act One, and I had a question for y'all about that. Yeah. So is Echo's Act One sort of the same boy, or can Ko- does Koichi have two boys now, or does it sort of he, digivolve back can, and forth? He can control which one he summons. Yeah, it's like Super Saiyan levels. You right. So when you have the cool Piccolo stand, and then sometimes you just decide that you want the gross Kakyoin stand, you can mm-hmm. just sort of bring out... Okay, so it's the same yeah. the same friend. Yeah. It's a, Yeah, pick your flavor. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I pick Echo Zack 2. Well, there's definitely no Echo Zack 3, so all For the sure. are already set. There's only two acts in every play. I got it. Yeah. Uh, so there's like a weird girl who shows up. And I don't. I think even before she says anything, immediately Rohan's like, "This is a stand user, Heaven's Door." <laughs> and I think we actually see now. Heaven's Door for the first time. Actually, like, and it looks like yeah, shit. It's a little it's gentleman. A little baby man. And it wears the frame of a top hat, and yeah, I don't. It's not great to look at. It's a little wireframe dark pink boy. Yeah, it's fucking polygon team. Yeah, and then uh, Koichi's like, "Hey, how did you do that?" He's like, "Oh, I just got stronger." Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've matured. He says, "Yeah." So he's, like, looking through this girl's, uh... Oh, he says, I've matured, but it won't work on lame people like Josuke, who don't like my manga. Yeah. So, does this mean that someone has to at least have the potential to enjoy his manga for Heaven's Door to work? I mean, look, he's he's a very accomplished author. I think everybody, except for the bad, bad boy Josuke, everyone no, knows this how is, good this Rohan's is, manga is. No, he's definitely just an idiot, because it didn't work one time, but later on he does do something to Josuke with Heaven's Door. I mean... Maybe the real reason that this woman is staying in Morio is because she's just a big fan of Rohan and just, like, really loves the manga. I mean, she actually is. She actually is. I did forget about that canonically. (laughs) (laughs) But not necessarily for for Heaven's Door-related reasons. For his his artwork-related reasons, yeah. So... Ron just starts fucking perving out over the 16-year-old girl. It's the first thing that is said is that she's Raimi Sugimoto and she's 16 years old and also she's single and here's her measurements and she has a mole on her nipple and she got her period and like it's bad. I didn't even just like, like, what the fuck are you doing? We just like, stop it. He's like, this doesn't even matter. Stop it. Yeah, and Koichi's like, he's like starting to read about her fucking first kiss and Koichi's like, hey, (laughs) this isn't cool. Leave her alone. So what he does, he's like, oh, okay, well, she's not a stand user, so I'll just erase in that this that she remembers this. It's good. It's a very ethical stand. Yeah. It, it's incredibly, like, if Rohan was good at things, <laughs> like, I think he suffers a little bit from cockyween disease, mm-hmm. like, where, like, he could be really, really good, but he just chooses not gotcha. to be. He would be, like, the most powerful stand user ever. I thought by yeah. cockyween disease, he meant, like, a gaping wound in his stomach that kills him. Well... <laughs> that, but also, like, I can do anything I want to anyone ever. I'm going to see how g- big this 16-year-old's titties are. Like, yeah. The other day, I was actually thinking, like, if I had Heaven's Door. Was this, like, in class? <laughs> no, I was, I was driving to class. Okay. But I was thinking, like, if I had Heaven's Door, I would be the ethical Heaven's Door user. Like, I wouldn't write in my professors to give me an A. I would write in myself to always write an essay that's an A. Mm. So I would use it only for good and not to see how big titties are. Right. You only use it to see your own measurement. Yeah. I would write my <laughs> dick is huge in my face. 
And then I would write it in crayon on my face, and then everybody would know. And then everyone could see it. And that's how Heaven's that Door be... works. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what happens next? Oh, Whoa, yeah. you can it's see like... my stand? <laughs> yeah. They So it, like, resets, like, because she forgot it, so it's her standing where she was again. And then she does she does Pocky fortune-telling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode is Monster by Pocky. Remember, she's a, she's a ghost. Spoilers. So, I don't know where she got this or how she can eat it, but... It's it's like spectral cash. It's Pocky. Spectral when Pocky popcorn. gets eaten, it becomes a ghost, and then ghosts mm. can eat it. So she's like, yeah. oh, uh, Rohan, break, the, break me off a piece of this Pocky with me. And it's Pocky fortune-telling. And your side tells me that you're selfish and you mess with people a lot. And then it's really good because Rohan goes to Koichi and he's like, oh, did you hear her? She's totally wrong. She called me selfish. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always a good joke. Yeah. When it's done. Yeah. Uh, so then she's like, hey, uh, well, oh, oh, and Rohan's like, well, you have bright pink nail polish, and that means you're bad at relationships. This is just brain genius it's stuff honestly, that everyone knows. It's honestly, like, he's such a big cheater. He just read her entire fucking life. And he's yeah. like, oh, uh, yes, I can tell magically through your nail polish that, like, you have this history with men. And you're not good at it. Just just the brain logic uh, assumption based on previous facts that I knew about women. Any accomplished manga otters would know all that. Yeah. Uh, so then she's like, hey, anyway, you guys want to hear about a murder? Yeah. Then she she logs into the Ghost creepy section time. of Nine Gag and just starts reading the first post that she finds. She she finds the... Pulls up the creepypasta wiki on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a creepypasta I've read before. Like, I know this story yeah. from the internet. Then who was Drip? Then who was Drip? So she, she's telling, she goes to this, like, broken down house, and she tells a story that's like, oh, uh, this girl, she'd sleep with her dog every night, and one time she heard a dripping, but went to bed. And then she put her hand, uh, like, at the bottom of the bed, and her dog would always lick her hand to make her feel comfortable. And the dog's name was very much Arnold, which I think The dog's really name is Arnold. Arnold. Yeah. So the dripping kept going, so she went to check it out, and Arnold was dead, and he was strung up and bleeding on the floor. And there was a man under the bed licking her hand. Ah! And then he said, I already killed your parents, and I'm gonna kill you too. And then he does that. Yeah. And then Koichi fucking hates it. Koichi, he's like, like, stop. I'm so scared. Stop telling (laughs) me this. Then she's like, now, Koichi, I'm going to tell you the story of the boyfriend who died driving two cars. Two cars. (laughs) Koichi, Rohan goes over to Koichi. Koichi, I read this in her file with Heaven's Door. Hand door, hand hook, (laughs) car door. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she's like, anyway, that's fake. Uh, Bye. What happened? No, then they try to, like, run away, right? Yeah. So they just start booking it down this alleyway and running, and they keep ending up back in the same spot. And she's like, oh, by the way, I'm a ghost. But, she no, she tells them she's a ghost, and then they run away. Yeah. And then Rohan, and Rohan hears the drip. So we, we, more like Heaven's Door technicalities, he didn't know she was a ghost because it's only stuff that's written in your file when you're alive. Right. So uh, Heaven's Door works on ghosts, but it doesn't tell you that they're ghosts. Right. So then they run away and they keep ending up back in the same spot. And she's like, why are you running? I'm not a vengeful spirit. Like, I'm just dead. Like, I'm, everyone isn't your enemy. At, I mean... At least I appreciate that in this part, they're like, everyone is a stand user. Right. 
Yeah. Rather than before when it's the one guy with like a different design than the rest of the, the guy people with the in fucking the bar Christmas and like, tree hair that's like, hmm, I don't have a bad feeling about this Alessi fellow. Yeah, and they're like, he's probably regular. Anyway. It's funny um, my next note, again, is Rohan, Logic Master, but I don't know what that's in reference to. I mean, we gotta talk about the, the alive dog of Arnold, just briefly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like... Just hanging out. They're in front of the yard, and Rohan hears the the, the murder copypasta minion meme house. And Rohan mm-hmm. hears a drip and looks over and sees a very alive standing up dog. And its throat is slit a lot, like the scary Joker. And, and then, um... He's like, ah, it's like Arnold from the story that you just told. And then um, the girl who is a ghost says, actually, the, gr- the go- girl from that story was me. It tricked. Tricked. Sheriff, Sheriff, you got tricked. Coaxed, coaxed into a snafu. Yeah. <laughs> you are now having problem. Yes. <laughs> Problemations? Yes. Are you having botheration? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I don't remember what Logic Master is in reference to, but... It is Rohan. There's, so, yeah, I have no idea. So she, it's something dumb. She tells them that like, oh, I'm like trapped here between worlds or whatever, and it's the like living in more like so many people have been killed by the same killer that got me. And look at my back; it's a big knife wound in it. But luckily, we don't see it. Thank you, David Productions. It's so long and deep. Yeah, is what Koichi says. What do you think? What do you think it is? You think Wait. it's the Beavis? I. I don't think this killer has any, like, sex pervert things that he does. He's probably just a regular guy who kills, and he likes it. So... It's just a normal, boring knife. Yeah. yeah. No sex... No, no hand sex things Listen, happen. No, absolutely. And for that, he deserves praise. We should give him a hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh... She's like, oh, the living in Mario have to, like, defend it for, like, stop the killer and, like, f- for all the people who have died, please do this good which, thing. Which is true, because if you're dead, you can't really do anything. Yeah. Just hang out in that an alley. That is typically so, my like, experience of being dead. So fucking Rohan, he's like, hmm, maybe I should meet this killer and interview him. It would be good for my manga. <laughs> and uh, Raimi is like, oh, good, you're going to stop him. So Koichi goes over and says, if you think he's a good person, you shouldn't. Right. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> which is good. Um, so she's like, okay, because you agreed to fucking stop the killer, I'll show you how to get out. Just, like, go here and turn left, and whatever you do, don't turn around. Okay. Pretty normal. Let's just do it. It's pretty biblical. Uh, just another thing that continues to happen. It's a very biblical arc. Diamond is I mean, rather than being turned into a pillar of salt, you're probably dragged to hell, is I'm assuming. Well, what that's happens. what happened to Lot's wife, if I remember correctly. Yeah. In in uh, Pink Dark Bible. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> what Iraqi wrote before before JoJo. Uh-uh. He did write the original Bible, I think. Yeah. There's, you could, you could find a lot of... Like, Joseph? Huh? That's a Bible name, ah. right? Yeah. Kakioin? <laughs> yes. He's, he, it, was, it was Jesus, Barbaro, and Kakioin who were the three people who were crucified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so then they're like, okay. <laughs> they push... After three days... Uh, yeah. they, they pull, they push the pillar away from the tomb and they look around and say, Stando? <laughs> Stando Sky. <laughs> um, so then they're like, okay, let's just walk out of here. And they start doing it and this gross, like, fucking tentacle, weird darkness starts creeping up on them and breathing on their necks or whatever. Just, just blowing fat vape clouds out. Yeah, uh-huh. sick cotton. Yeah, leave them alone. Because at first, Koichi's like, oh, like, something's blowing on my neck. And they keep walking. He's like, something's dripping on my head. Now a warm liquid is dripping yeah. down my neck, and the ghost 
did come all over Koichi's head, right? I mean, he does look like a lot like Anyava in that shot. Yeah. It's bad to see. <laughs> so they're just walking, and then Koichi like starts running really fast, and he gets to the end, and he hears Raimi like, "Okay, you can turn you around. Can turn now. around you did now. It. Great job. Good. Don't take another fucking step, but turn around first. So he does, and Raimi's like, "Actually, that wasn't me. It was the ghost saying that." But you luckily, Heaven's Door exists and can do anything. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey." Uh, I'll write in your head that gonna, you're blind. I'm gonna blind. Yeah, so Rohan writes in his own in his own skin. He writes, "I now have access to the power of Zawardo," and mm-hmm. then he does it. And then he uses Heaven's Door. See, like, this is the cockyoing thing with him. Like he could have just written nothing. We can't get dragged to hell if we yeah, turn around. Or like, I won't fucking turn around until I'm out. Yeah, but instead yeah. he doesn't do that. Um, anyway, Koichi gets knocked out the, do- the door, and he's blind, and Rohan's like, don't worry, I'll fix you. And then, like, a, a little tiny old lady walks by and just looks at them and keeps walking. It's pretty good. So I I guess, like, if you can't see stands, you can't see when someone's face is a book, so. That's, yeah. She's just seeing some, like, 15-year-old kid screaming that he's blind on the sidewalk. There's nothing to be worried about. Yeah. Uh, so that happens, and they're like, well, glad that's over. Oh, and at some point, uh... The Raimi, she says Rohan Chan, which gets Ro- translated Rohani. as Rohani, which I re- always love when they try to translate the like honorifics, right? Because we did get Caesarino, Caesarino which is good. Rohani, not not that great, but it's not the best one. Yeah, it's, it's uh, but it's better than Bug Eaten. It is definitely better than <laughs> Bug Eaten. Is the thing. Uh, so then they're like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll, uh, help out Raimi or whatever. And then they look back and the alleyway's, like, closed, because they left it. So, I'm guessing it's the next day or something, and Rohan goes to the Raimi's grave and looks it up, and he's like, well, even though I know magical powers exist, and ghosts probably do too, I just wanted to make sure for myself. Right. And then a fucking mysterious old man Some shows up. old man ex graveyard asshole. Like, this isn't foreshadowing. This is just some fucking old man. This is like, he fucking, this is, a, this is just like a weird manga man who's just visiting a grave and is clearly upset. And this old fucking Dompe gravekeeper ass comes mm-hmm. up and he's like, hey, are you Rohan the manga artist? Let me tell you the time about you almost died. <laughs> So he walks up to Rohan, who's at this grave, and he's like, oh, yeah, the Sugimoto family. Uh, the night they were all murdered, you were there. You were there. And they all died because they were saving you by pushing you out the window. And as they were pushing out the window, they said, how much do you love me? And you said one. And then they all died. And then you said T1, one T1. One T1. Get a million likes. <laughs> so... so th- <laughs> Koichi, you don't know my fans. <laughs> yeah. My fans will give me 100 likes. Uh, so yeah, this mysterious man tells us that, and he's like, "Okay, see you later." Bye. They found him and crying outside, leave. repeating, "Hold the door." Also, yeah. Uh, so that was good. Mm-hmm. And then we we do get like the uh, thing after the commercial where it's like a landmark, the path where you can meet a ghost. Don't turn around, or you'll die in real life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like Morio has all these like really nice like oh this is a weird rock that looks like a person oh these cliffs are bouncy this is the hell alley you're gonna die here kid yeah <laughs> uh, so then uh, Koichi is hanging out with Josuke and Okuyasu and he's like hey we have to stop this murder because it's good to do that they're very much Josuke and Okuyasu are just he finds them slob squatting outside of a convenience store <laughs> it's yeah. pretty fucking sick <laughs> it's so good 
good. And Jesse is like, well, we. This is like the most extreme brain logic. He's like, we. Well, if he's not a stand user, then we can't do anything about right, it. Right. The Speedwagon Foundation won't go after a normal murder. Like we have to trust in the Almighty Police. Yeah, which is very good to say. I would like to think maybe you know a lot of things get lost in translation. It was probably originally super ironic. It's like, oh, the yeah. Almighty Police. Oh, right. Yeah. So then he says that, and he's like. Well, it's not just like we can bump into the murderer, like we're hailing a cab or something. And hey, guess what? A regular nice guy almost hits them with his car. Now, I very much I would like to put myself on blast for a moment here. And I know that that was very obvious, um, mm-hmm. so much that it was like lampshaded directly. Um, but this blonde dude rolls up and like he rolls up his window and looks back at Josuke. So in my mind, I was like, oh, it's future Josuke. Oh yeah, he changed uh, his hair because it was it was very it was a very parallel shot to when mm-hmm. Josuke had sand fever, and then I learned later that it's probably not future Josuke, judging from what sort of what happens he does next. Yeah, so this uh, mysterious man, his his theme is incredibly fucking good. Oh, it's so good. So he's probably just like a nobody side character. He just has like scary piano or. Like the whole thing is good, but as soon as it's like, oh, it's so good. Um, anyway, he's driving in his car with like a regular lady, and he's talking to her, and oh, she's not answering. But he's like, oh, you must have left it in your purse in the back seat. And then they get to his house, and he's like, oh, let's cook something you like for dinner. It's kind. And he gets like, out of the car. It's like huh? the really funny episode of South Park. Where okay. like Eric, remember when Eric Cartman makes a funny hand puppet and says it's Jennifer Lopez, and like yeah, and everybody like and it's and then he sings the very racist song a bunch of times, ten times in the episode, and then like um, I think whoever Jennifer Lopez is dating like gets his dick. It's a it's a lot like it's really that. funny. It's a lot. It's very. Funny. It's a lot like Illyrio Mopatis, also, but it's also a lot like the South Park episode where Jennifer Lopez is is lampooned is a, by the funny puppet. Republicans of South Park. So he gets out of his car and he's walking to his nice house, and then you see he's just holding a hand. It's not connected to anybody. And then the camera zooms out and it goes over to like his house where his name is, and it says Kira. Yeah. Do you get it? Oh. I think that's his De- name. Like Death Note. Like, if you're a killer in Japan, your name is Kira. Like, there can't be people naming their children that anymore because it's too. I don't. I, a little on the nose. Yeah. Anyway, that's now, the I, now I would, he, he probably I, doesn't show up again, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I really just hope that he. I mean, I so far all that he's done canonically is like almost hit Koichi by a car with a car by accident and just like listen to Morio Radio and stuff and make some breakfast. So yeah, so he's probably good. I like, would. Can, yeah. I'm just really hoping that there's a moment in which Okuyasu like sees it and he's like, "Oh man, the hand was my thing." No, because that's a classic sort of Okuyasu like, "Ah, beans," and then he gets really mad. That'd be really funny. Uh, that's the first episode. You want to check in with the Speedwagon Foundation? Also, just get better punch that hand and make the entire woman come back. Anyways, yeah, Speedwagon Foundation. <laughs> Uh, patreon.com slash Thrones. If you'd like to donate, you, you can do that. Uh, $5 a month, you can get special shout-out in episodes and send in the message and we'll read it. And at $10 a month, you get special user status in Discord and that other stuff. What if he so fucking the- punches it and it's Lisa Lisa Hamon coach? No, that'd be so that'd sick. That'd be so sick, dude. Whoa. She'd be like 100. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Hamun keeps you young. Yeah, remember she at fifty she looks so great. Like she's and still she gonna... definitely she's not like Joseph. She would definitely like keep practicing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this week's special user and a special message sender, mm. Sarah McClintock, on Patreon, upping uh, their donation from four dollars and twenty cents a month to six dollars and ninety cents a month. That's so good. <laughs> I was like, Thank there's you. not going to be a funnier number than that. What are you doing? But I was wrong. <laughs> um, so this message says, uh, congratulations to Roy for getting engaged to be Roy married to Fallon. I can't believe y'all did that on World Lesbian Day. I'm so stoked for you both. And Kristen and I will absolutely fly over from Ireland to see Fallon get Roy married in Nephros the Degenerate cosplay. <laughs> I paid six pounds, 90 fucking pence or whatever. <laughs> For Eddie, an honorary lesbian, Brooks Oglesby, to say this. So consider it an engagement present from Sarah. That is so, going to be as inscrutable as both of their vows will be. Yes. Yeah. So not so not to uh, like change course from this nice marriage message for Roy of the show to me, but I was also recently made an honorary lesbian, so uh, Lauren granted me that power, so... Are you sure? Um, I kind of feel like you're lying. Hey, ask about it. Take it up with Lauren. It's me and you, buddy. You're the only ones. All right. Sounds good. Did, 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 I, did Sam get his status revoked? Sam, uh, yeah, Sam's status, well, Sam's status is kind of, like, debated. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. At this point, it has been revoked, but he doesn't yes. seem to, it's, uh, he He occupies a liminal space. yeah. Uh, and, and I did clarify. So we we cannot uh, create honorary lesbians, right? We don't we're, have that ability. We're like a mule; yeah, like we can't. Yeah, exactly. So thank you, sense. Patreon. Thank you, Sarah. Congratulations, Roy. Congratulations! It rules. I love to see it. My wife. <laughs> Happy Roy. Day. I think we can all agree, my wife. If there's my one wife. thing we can all come together, right now, my wife. Right? In the like middle of the street. Yeah. <laughs> My life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Wow, put me uh, get me on Punch Up the Jam. <laughs> it's a good show. It is a good show. When Roy gets married, we all have to like get everyone in Discord to record audio of all of us screaming My Wife. <laughs> this episode like that episode is gonna be like the like the bad Max Fun Drive episode, except every five minutes there will just be interspersed with like somebody saying, Hey Roy, my wife. <laughs> Instead of like, uh, dun, 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 it's just going to be like a cacophony. Bore of at doctor. my wife. Bore <laughs> at, at my, my wife. wife. <laughs> uh, anyway, next episode, Shigechi's Harvest. Shigechi's Harvest. You really like this one, huh? I mean, <laughs> I like it conceptually. There are some things that I, you know, I don't like to see the boy. Mm-hmm. He, he looks, looks like he's Tommy like, Pickle, like like Angelica's little brother. You know, in the Rugrats yeah. episode? Yeah. Not great. Did, and he also has, like, the bad Dragon Ball Z poison spike head that I don't like to see. But he's nice! He's, well, we'll, we'll get into that. Under uh, full communism, <laughs> he wouldn't have been a problem. Anyways, let's get into the episode. So, this one starts with Koichi saying, Like a sickness that continues to progress without visible symptoms, there was a killer hiding in Morio. <laughs> And Which he's still the only one who cares about this. He also so. is still sort of logged into, like, 9Gag, and he's in the, like, WoW Deep sub-gag. Yeah. Sub and uh -huh. 
um, which I guess is probably a different thing. And he's like, people are more worried about what they want for dinner instead of the murderer. And it's like, yeah, like, yeah, like a, a murder yeah, that happened 15 years ago, according to what everybody thinks. But like, they're more no focused on knows it's family. happening. No one else is a fucking stand user. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this generation. I was born. I wish I was could see go to Woodstock. I wish I was born in the 80s and could have traveled to Egypt and fight Dio <laughs> like a real stand user. I wish I could have seen Dan of Steel live. <laughs> uh, so then, then, like, that happens, and then we just cut to Josuke, who's crying in the bank. Yeah, he only has 285 he has, yen like, in his savings. Yeah, that's like a dollar ninety. He also only has the the equivalent of eleven cents in his wallet, which is good. I yeah. never carry cash or change, so just the fact as a that choice. like, yeah, as a, just as like a personal belief. <laughs> because um, I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it, and he says, so first this is what happens. He says it's all Joseph's fault, and you think like, oh yeah, because he spent all his savings right. on baby supplies. But then he says, he spent the money and gave it back, but I thought I would spend a little after that, and then now I got myself here. So, Joseph is still pure and does nothing wrong, is the thing. He's good. Because he gave him the money back. It is sad that Josuke doesn't get his Kewl brand name shoes. But He already has a 200,000 yen pair of Bally shoes. It says it on the Wikipedia. Nice. I, I think, like, a major trait of all the JoJo's from here on out is that they just have, like, one incredibly expensive article of clothing. Nice. Yeah, designer something. Like, uh, DiGiorno definitely has, like, a Gucci... His top is, like, definitely oh, Gucci absolutely. or something. Um, Joseph's um, top is Caesar. Thanks. <laughs> Thank ah. you. An- another um, ornate, bespoke <laughs> top. <laughs> <laughs> from Italy. From an Italian yeah, It's an imported <laughs> Italian. Italian top. Hmm. Um. So yeah, then as he's like crying on the floor, uh, hey, a new stand appears with a one yen coin. I like. It. I, you know what? <laughs> you know what? It's I, kinda, stand. I like it. It's so enthusiastic, and it's like a little small, like yellow, purple striped beetle man. Mm-hmm. And he just like found it. It's, I like harvest. I like it. I think I think someone sent it in as a question, but th- definitely inspired it. But, but like, what is the most practical stand to have? And it's probably harvest. It's probably harvest. Yeah, because like, if you were if you were the only person in the world with a stand and wouldn't need to battle other stand users, yeah, like it's perfect. They could just do shit for and you. And like, it's pretty. It seems fairly loose in what you can harvest. Yeah. Like, as long as it's enough for it to carry, it can do that. Yeah, like, so. I, w- I wish that I had Harvest so that I could go go to George R. R. Martin's first name basis's home and then say, hey, go harvest the pages of the Winds of Winter manuscript. Oh, well, uh, hey, we're getting new George content. We're getting new George year. content, and I can't wait to read it and be mad the whole fucking time because it's not the book that I want. I'm going to do, like, a Republican protest in that I'm going to buy it on Amazon for $28 and then set it on fire yeah. while sending, like, a DM to Patrick. And be like, <laughs> hey, and be like, hey, check this out. Hey, what's up? Do you like this? F- fire and blood, am I right? <laughs> Ours is the Fury. Ours is the Fury. And then then I block him. (laughs) I send Patrick a glossy JPEG of Rhaegar Targaryen's, like, completely blown-in chest. 
And I'm like, here you go. Thank you so much for the support of the show for all these years. I value you as a friend so much, but also check out this picture of Rhaegar. Here's my autograph. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this little uh, harvest man pops up with a one yen coin and starts running away. So hey, Josuke's like, that's definitely a stand I'm chasing after. He it. did make it, him spill his calpus water. No, that was Okuyasu. Oh, that was, that was, that was, okay, that was Okuyasu. So Josuke's running down the street. And then he chases it for a while, and, like, a couple of more of these little guys show up. And then Okuyasu is, like, Sonic the Hedgehog feet running. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is, he is full Usain Bolt. Yeah. He's yeah. Hauling. Like, he's definitely running faster than his motorcycle could have gone right. before Red Hot Chili Pepper destroyed it. And he's just, like, screaming at the stand. And he doesn't even realize Josuke's there until Josuke says something. He's like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm going to kill that stand. away the space? He could. He's just so dramatic yeah. and stupid. So he's like, he's like, you said you were going to kill that, but it didn't attack you. And he's like, no, it didn't attack me, but I was at the vending machine buying a bottle of Kalpis water, and it scared me, so I spilled the bottle on my uniform. Now, did either of you look up what Kalpis water is? I, just... I think it's just like Gatorade. Like... No, mm, an uncarbonated soda with a light, milky flavor like you. <gasps> oh! You know what it looks like? I don't want to know what it looks like! I think you know what it looks like now. It's bad. I'm going to look up what Kalpis water, because I yeah, don't... Yeah, let me... Hold on. Hold on. Incognito. Oh, it... Yeah. Kalpis it, water. It reminds me of the Splatfest when Ooh. it was mayonnaise. Oh, the, the good mayonnaise team? Oh. It's bad. Oh, I was, I was thinking of Pokari Sweat. Oh, no, that's just good. Which is uh, called Sweat, but uh, it looks tasty. Mm. It's a sports drink. No, Calpus so. water is just it's just bad boy soda. Uh, yeah, bad. it's bad, all right. It nothing about it sounds good. So he just has that spilled all over his uniform, which can't be. <laughs> I wouldn't like this down. to be spilled all over my clothes. Mm. Anyway, anyway, that I don't want to talk so about the bad drink anymore. <laughs> they're chasing after Harvest. Um, and then they get to like they chase it to a park, and there's like a hundred of them. And then they all start putting all these coins into a pile, and there's a little gross boy there, like, cheering. It's, it's a little shitty, yeah. chunky Krillin guy with spikes on his head, and he says, Mmm, thank you, many a little makes a mickle. Yep, Which is the saying that we all know. And Do you remember all... when when you were you were born, and the doctor said, I'm going to teach you the English language with the first thing you ever hear with this famous saying, many a little makes a mickle. I, do, I, Shaped our entire lives. I, I don't remember that well, from being born, but I do remember because Rohan Kashibe wrote it into my brain with Heaven's Door. Right. So. It, it's, it, your experience is probably very much like Rohan, where you were, you were under the age of four, so you probably don't remember. But yeah. I can say that when you were born, it was probably the first sentence you heard. Uh, so then they're like, they're like behind a bush looking at this, and they're like, well, this is definitely a stand, but he hasn't attacked us, which is weird. And then, like, a big, scary kid face shows up behind them, and it's, like, smoking and dangerous. But then he smiles, and it he says smiles. grin. And it's just as bad when he smiles. Yeah, he has, like, three teeth, and he smiles and says grin. So, oh, he's, like, he's very excited because he's, like, oh, you guys can see my harvest. No one else can see harvest. And they're, like, yeah, whatever, it stands. And then they make their stands pop out. And he immediately says, friends, I've never had any before. <laughs> I wonder what... It's nice. He's a middle schooler and he's 242 pounds and he's never had a friend in his life. He has a pet turtle. He does have a pet so, turtle. I, I didn't want to mark that for you. Um, so I, in, so in many ways, he has had a friend. Uh, yeah. And he's just like going off about his life and he says, this is a picture of my mama who yelled at me. 
So then Okuyasu says, your mom is hot. It's like, fucking nice, dude. Your mom's fucking nice. juicy. <laughs> yeah, your mom. <laughs> There's always one. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, the thing you have to know about this kid, Shigechi is his nickname. I didn't write down his full name because everyone just calls him Shigechi. Yeah, yeah his full name's uh, Shigeki Oyangu. Thank you for saying it so I didn't mess it up. Yeah, no, who cares? And he, he says he hates bad things. So. It's a kind he's of a, a likable guy. He's a pure guy. soul. He's a pure soul. He's just a child. And Josuke reveals his his turning point Morio shirt and says, "Actually, you're a hero for putting forgotten change back into our Japanese economy." Josuke, yeah, the capitalist, Josuke. is the fucking yeah. worst character of this oh, episode. I, I have a, I have quite a bit of choice notes on how much I'm disappointed in my great Josuke. Right yeah. yeah, we'll get to Where's... it when he starts his fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah, <laughs> much um... to discuss. So he's. So this kid, this kid has made uh, over a thousand U.S. dollars, the equivalent. Mm-hmm. But getting called smart by Josuke Okuyasu makes him even happier than the money, because no one's ever called him smart before. Mm-hmm. True wealth is friendly. It's true. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, you guys are my friends, so I'll give you half my money." And Josuke says, "Like, you shouldn't give money away so easily." So then he says, "Then I'll do it in a hard way." And he like closes his eyes and like forces the money at them, mm-hmm. which is very like nice. Yeah, this dude rules. He's, yeah. Uh, so then, Josuke's like, like, "I have an idea to make everybody happy." And yeah. what I very much thought was he was going to do like the the classic bank scheme where you you rip a ten dollar bill in half and then you bring in one half and you're like, "Oh man, my ten dollar bill's broken." And then you bring in another ten, the other half to another bank, and you're like, "Oh man, my ten dollar bill's broken. I need you to replace this." And they give you, you get twenty dollars. And I thought he was just gonna punch the money to make it double of money, but it's not, not to be. Instead, what happens? Okuyasu takes Josuke's side. And he's like, "Josuke, take the money. I'll take anything anyone wants to give me, other than a virus." <laughs> Pretty yeah. good. And Josuke's like, "No, actually, I have a good uh, capitalist idea, and I'm gonna make lots of money off of this child." Josuke does use child labor in this He kind of uses and exploits child labor quite a bit. The poor 13-year-old boy. So, uh, I think, is this when Josuke, like, gives his plan, like, his scheme to make more money? Yeah, he, take, he yeah, takes no, out a blue like, stamp, like, which you get uh-huh. for every 100 yen you spend at a certain place. So he says, like, you can only get so much change around Morio, but all stores have, like, little coupons and, like, giveaways and stuff. And so he's like, so Josuke's like, hey, we're all stand user buddies, and we should start a business with our three powers. Mm-hmm. And they um, use all three of their powers equally. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't. Jo- uh, Harvest finds and collects everything and brings it back. Uh, Josuke, I think he said, like, repairs the broken, like, coupons and stuff. And Okuyasu Okuyasu has a motorcycle. He's just there. He he has a motorcycle. So, he's transportation. Um, so then, like, Shigechi's like, oh, this is an amazing idea, and sends out Harvest all over the, uh, city to collect, like, all these coupons and little bonus things, like, all that. And this is me putting my, uh, very good nerd glasses on. Mm. Uh... How come no other stand users saw Harvest running around the city? Uh, That's exactly what I thought, too. And I feel like they probably are just like, whatever. Yeah. Araki is known to just whatever it every once in a yeah. while, so. I think other stand users just, like, would see a stand and be like, oh, stand, whatever. They don't need to, like, be like, I'm going to kill whoever's using it. Yeah. <laughs> that was my 10 yen uh, coin. Yeah. So then Someone's they, gonna die. They, they, like, collect a bunch of stuff. And I guess just where Josuke goes to, like, some place to redeem the Kameyu market. The Kameyu. Kameyu market. And it's so good because Koichi sees Okuyasu and Shigechi, like, hiding behind a pole. 
And he's like, uh, this is weird. Why is Okuyasu hanging out with that kid? Hey, Oku. And he looks and Yukako is like Yukako watching him like, from a distance. Steve. And then he just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> this- My favorite thing is like, because this, it never happens with any other character. Like, we never have to be like, what's Jotaro doing now? Like, right. he's probably just doing something. But it's always Koichi. He's like, hey, can I get involved in this plot? Nope, see you later. Yeah, it's all like, does Josuke it. ever invite Koichi to hang out? Because it always seems like Koichi just runs into them. I, I always just remember the, like, first episode when he's like, I could go to Josuke's house, but he's probably sad, so I won't. <laughs> he knows to give his good friend right yeah he's a he's too pure for this world anyways josuke comes out with the fucking lie of the year as he leaves the kamei yeah. market what happens he's like oh i couldn't get he's anything like, i couldn't get okay. like i couldn't get um store credit for certain things i couldn't get cash but i did get forty thousand yen worth of store credit only for cds and video games like uh hey sorry guys i know that you wanted to buy like clothes or like put, put a down payment on your house or whatever but we can buy all the nintendo games we want that's better than clothes. That's better than clothes. Um, so I tried so hard to get something other than my N- Nintendo 64 DD disk drive, but I um, also, by the way, I have 61,000 yen. Yeah. So something unexpected, happened. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this is when money becomes brain poison. Right. There's some good. So they they're like, hey, Shigechi, you have we now have 563 dollars, so you should become more confident. So, so she gets. She just walks up to a woman. He's like, "Hey, sexy mama," and they're like, he "No." What is he... his back? Walks up to the nearest woman and says, "Direct quote, hey girl, I got a fat stack. Want to go have some fun?" Yeah. <laughs> Remember, he's twelve. <laughs> a two hundred forty-two pound twelve yeah. year old and three feet tall. So yeah. Uh, and they're like, "No, Here's don't do that." Thing. So then, like, they're walking down the street, and they're and Josuke's like, hey, uh, Shigechi, like, what about our cut of the half? And he's like, oh, you get 10,000 yen, because my harvest did everything. And Which I'm is like, true. Yeah. Like, he does have a point. Yeah, and he's like, but you promised to give me half, and hmm, maybe having a, bo- a boss is bad in charge of distributing the money. And... Even, like, they were like, okay, so so Shigechi would get half, and then Joku and, uh, Josuke and Okuyasu, Joku is their ship name, would get... Um, the other half. Would get the other so half. So they would have to split. So, in, the, in, this, uh, in this arrangement, Okuyasu would get more than they're currently getting just for himself. And he didn't do anything. He was just exactly. there. Yeah. He just happened to be involved when the plan came up, so... It rules. He gets a cut. Um... Anyway, Josuke's like, oh, no, just let this happen. We need to teach him how an adult deals with problems. And I do very much want to mention that they go to a vending machine and she gets gets a nice orange janta. Yes. And he's drinking on that. And he's like, what happened? He's like, hey, uh, Okuyasu, do you want another Kalpis water? And Okuyasu's like, yes, I would love that. He's like, then buy it yourself. Yeah, that's pretty good. He he immediately says, I'm buying. And then like a second later, he's like, no, actually, you're buying. It's just like like fucking the ghost in the last episode. She was like, that was a lie. But also it was real and I'm the ghost. Surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Surprise. It's a funny prank. Yeah. So then they go back to the park and they're still hanging out for whatever reason. But... What like oh Josuke like dumps out this bag of like old lottery tickets or something right and uh, Okuyasu's like why are you doing that we could use those and Josuke's like well no one would dump out a ticket if it was good and yeah so Okuyasu he's like well you never know I'm gonna look at them because I have nothing else to do for the segment <laughs> and he conveniently has like a book of recent lottery winning numbers or something and he looks over for a minute and guess what he finds out that they have a winning lottery ticket 
for 5 million yen. Yep. And this is, it's kind of stupid, this whole plot, but it does give us the very fucking good reactions it's from all of them. It's pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. Of, like, Okuyasu, when he falls over, and he has, like, a really tiny face with his legs <laughs> spread out. Yes. And the close-ups of them, like, screaming and laughing and crying are very good. It's 46,000 big boys. Yeah. Did you guys see, like, the fireworks scene? What, like, the fireworks were saying? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. It did. Yes. It's like, Dora, Dora, re. Yeah. It's good. Oh. Um, so then, uh, so then Josuke's like, I'm going to do all this stuff. I'm going to get new designer shoes and I'm going to take a foreign trip. Like you would get like $18,000 from this if you all split it. Like that's not that that much. He would. That was 1999 money. That's like a couple billion now, I think. Yeah, probably. And he he did say that he would get the most expensive food at Tonio Trendy's, which I liked. Which same. Like, yeah, yeah. the fucking first thing I would take out student loans to go there. So then uh, they're, like, laughing and crying and celebrating, and Shigechi's on the side, like, but my harvest found it, so I should get it. And then it, like, zooms in on his face, and he has an evil look. Mm. And then the episode ends. It's, so that's that. I do like we'll that, like, Josuke specifically, like, as he's learning that maybe capitalism is, like, a bad um, political economy, he, he, he was like, hmm, this kid was content with a few thousand dollars, or yen, mm. but the more money he got, the more hesitant he is to pay up. And it's like anyway, yeah, but it's a brain parasite. <laughs> yeah, money's evil. Let's just let's just leave that. Let's just put that aside and keep going with this plot. Because how uh, does he think that the police are almighty, unironically knowing who his grandpa is? What you cut out? I didn't hear. Yeah, just like his his Josuke's like granddad like shows up and is like bad and old and dies anyway in the first I mean, episode. It must have it must have been ironic. It must have like, been ironic because way. he's one of my favorite JoJo's and I want it to be ironic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's Let's look at the lovers to cut out his police. Yeah, remember when um remember when Rohan went over to Josuke's house and he was sleeping and wrote a cab in Josuke's head? <laughs> um let's, let's go to questions. Yeah. If you have yeah. a question, you can send us an ask at yada dash yada dash boys.tumblr.com or at yada yada boys at gmail.com. Mm. Oh, and also because this came up in the uh message from this week. If you want your message read email it to us and put like patreon message in the thing or send us a direct message on patreon with the message so it doesn't get lost and we have like a list of them in our hell ask box yeah uh first question this week comes in from tumblr user ape of naples who asked what if kakioin was your grandpa and you visited him and he did the reto 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 thing with the werther's original I would like it. That'd be pretty good. Can I tell you something? Werther's originals are pretty good. They're fucking They're good. good. They're really like, good. I can, like anybody, like you're fronting if you don't like it. You're just if afraid you, yeah. of being old. Yeah. Uh, next question comes in from oh, special user of the week, uh, Tumblr user Cosmemer, who asked Kira's theme doth slap. <laughs> yeah, Confirmed. Dude. It's good. Very. Like to hear it. it uh, the opposite of Chase. Yeah. It is. I'll I'll, I'll accept that. It be, only because of like the tonal uh, inflections, right? Because it's like a piano and like yes, uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tumblr user Deer King asked, "I would like to report that while I was listening to last week's episode in the Lombard Lombard, how do you say that? Lombard, Lombard Street Goodwill. I think that's San Francisco, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a Very part of Lombard. Universal Studios that's Lombard Street, so it, it that tracks." In Universal Studios, mm-hmm. uh, not one, not two, but three discrete Red Hot Chili Pepper songs played. Well, all of them, huh? I did not like to hear <laughs> it, but it felt right. 
It's a good. So it's a good band, good. and they play good music. I could definitely, I would accept hearing Red Hot Chili Peppers in a Goodwill. Like that seems right. I wish that Kira's yeah. theme was fucking "Shallow Be Thy Game" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's not a real song. It's a real song. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. That fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not their best. <laughs> Uh, we, we got a two-parter from Dr. Bowles Dandy on Tumblr. Very good. He says, is it better or worse to you that Arnold comes pre-dead so you don't have to see him get killed? <laughs> you know, I, I think it's, I, I think it's genuinely like a cool and interesting thing that like, um, the, what's her name? What's the ghost's name? Rainy. Rainy. Um, who, <laughs> she directed Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and she and her dog just, like, kind of chill at, like, that spot where the alley was, kind of like an NPC, and they're like, hey, we'll be here, and we'll, we'll like, help you out, like, until you figure out what, to, like, you stop the killer. Um, I think that's very cool. I just don't like to see the never-ending fount of blood spilling out of the dog's neck constantly. Yeah, because blood isn't spilling out of her back. Like, put so, a cool bandana no. on the dog. I think, I think oh, Arnold yeah, chooses, right? I think Arnold chooses to have his blood drip. Yeah, right Arnold there. just being dramatic. As yeah. a reminder. Yeah, I think it's just very it's, it's interesting to see because Araki loves killing dogs, and I'm sure he had a lot to struggle with. Be like, this is a dog who's already dead, but he's still alive, and I can't show right kills. I don't know how to feel about this. What if you cut open Arnold and Kalpus water started coming out? No, we forgot uh... the episode when Arnold like looks behind in the alleyway, and then he's dragged to hell and is ripped to shreds. So that still can come, can happen. I did. I I looked ahead and read a spoiler, and I do know that that is going to happen to police later. The very good dog. The good dog of police. Oh, police, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, part two of the question says, Now that we've seen Harvest, what stand would you most want to have? Which stand do you think would be the most useful in day-to-day life? I'm still going with fucking <laughs> having the door, dude. It rules. I mean, Wheel of Fortune's fucking sick, though. It's got a good car. Go up, you can go, uh, yeah. up, or you can go up a wall. Yeah, when I'm stuck in traffic on my way home from class, and I'm like, over all the other cars. Uh, pardon me, I have one buff arm, and I'm ready to cause a disaster. <laughs> yeah, so we will uh, fortune. Well, the lovers would be good, so I could remove racism from everyone's head. Yeah, so you could, you could end racism, yeah, do the, finally. Do the world of good. Y'all mind if I end racism? Tom <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leisure Leaf Crunch asked, who's ready for a triple Splatfest? Fucking me. Is that yeah. happening? Okay, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's like a tournament, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's the first ever the like turtles. like it's got. I'm not gonna. I'm. I don't know how seeds work, but like it's there's like a semifinal and then a, a final spot festival. What are, what are the teams? Uh, it's it's the four Ninja it's Turtles, the Teenage right? Mutant Ninja oh. Turtles. I Heroes I don't know. Do, I don't know who they are. Br- Brooks, who do you want? Donatello, the only good Ninja Turtle. Oh, Brooks, your takes always <laughs> bless me. They're, I don't thank know. you. Thank you. They're good. I don't, I don't Don know, like, best turtle. I don't know their personality, so I don't know, like, this is, like, the tough one. All I know is that in the Turtles in Time game, I used the one that had the stick, because it was the best one. Donatello, yeah, Donatello, the, the fucking bow staff, it's the best one. Okay, oh. I guess I'm on Team right. Donatello then, because... Don- Donatello, canonical Pigot team. Yeah. Yeah. He's also got the purple he's, eye he's, mask, it's good. He's the orange yeah. one, right? No, Michelangelo's the orange one. What does he have? He has nunchucks. He has, he has nunchucks, yeah. Okay, nunchucks, stick, little sword. Size. And what's and the like last a, one? And then... Katanas. Yeah, I'm going with the the, the Don Don Teller. Oh, yeah, the bow bow staff is the best weapon generally. So like, it's it's why Killick is the best Soul Caliber character. I was about to bring up Killick. Oh, Killick's very good. Killick, uh, Eddie from Tekken. 
Right. Just anyone I can just fucking mash and make my friends angry. I like when you, you're Keelik and you click um, Y and A on your GameCube controller and it goes, yo, 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 yeah, and it's good. <laughs> it's good. Love that shit. Uh, next question comes in from Tumblr user. Maybe that stress. noise was actually Knuckles digging in Sonic Adventure 2 battle. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Very similar. Similar character. That's like burned into my memory. Yeah. Uh, positive stress. They asked, when you think about it, Shigechi looks just like Bart. Oh. <laughs> think about him. Think about him. Is he kind of does? He kind of if you it's like here, here go Rocky retired. Yeah, and that that's why Vento Oreo hasn't come out yet because yeah. he retired. Uh, Anonymous asked: Shigechi is a middle schooler with no friends. Josuke and Okuyasu absolutely destroyed him by introducing him to capitalism. Shigechi is a good boy who did nothing wrong, and the good bros are the real villains here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I come around to that. Yeah, I think that's definitely the. Uh, if you do a close reading of what happened in this episode, you can yeah. definitely. Josuke uh, like definitely contains multitudes. It really puts into perspective yeah. how little Jotaro has going on. Uh huh. In terms of just like character traits, because fucking I mean, yeah, I learn something new about Josuke every episode. Yeah, uh, that he loves uh, capitalism. Yeah, in uh, my MLB the Show uh, 2018, I made Jotaro Kujo as a pitcher. Very good. Because Why like Star Platinum. Well, I mean, I could have, but I don't know. Because Star Platinum is make believe, but and I kind of made him look like Jota. I couldn't make like a purple skinned human or something. You kind of so. couldn't have put him in his school uniform where he has a big chain. No. Not really regulation. But the, the good thing is this game has like dialogue options with your coach, and because I'm playing as Jotaro, uh-huh. I can always pick the mean. You one. can finally pick the mean dialogue I option. Can finally pick the mean. <laughs> yeah. Dialogue. Like in my okay. last game when I was playing as me, I was drafted by the Orioles, and I was like, I'm a shortstop, and they're like, Actually, no, you're playing third base, and I was like, Okay. So I did that because <laughs> we're the Baltimore. And life is a fucking nightmare. But then in this time, I was as Jotaro, and I was like, they were like, hey, we know you're a starting pitcher, but we're going to make you a reliever. And I was like, no. And they said, okay. And then they said, what are you writing down? And he said, I'm keeping a receipt of all the things you've done to me. (laughs) Is, could just uh, a baseball question. Mm -hmm. Now, my understanding is that, well, two baseball questions. First baseball question. Hey Eddie, what's the what? Which base has a larger distance between it? First and second, or second and third? Uh, first and second. Nope, second and third because there's a short stop in the middle. Second question. Um, now short stop and third base are very close to each other. Why is third base bad? It's not. It's just third. Uh, it's the it's short stop is a very like. I think they call them, like, premium positions or, like, prime positions. And there's certain positions that defense is valued more. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you play shortstop or center field, you're expected to, like, do better. Okay. And you want to – if you if you play those positions, you're kind of a guy that's like, I'm very good at my position. So it's definitely, like, an ego thing. Okay. And also third basemen are more known for their power in hitting. And my guy was like, I'm going to be very fast and very good at catching. Mm. So I wouldn't be – necessarily what you would want in third basin because i don't have that much power right because i said i'm creating my fantasy vision of being the best shortstop gotcha so i'm gonna do my stats like that and they said no you're not Mm. in the video game so well also that's are in in first place i mean number number one thing there's a lot of stuff about there in like third base and like stuff like that the joseph joe star Mm -hmm. joke also Mm -hmm. Um, the sh- it's good that you're playing a game called The Show because I don't know if you know this, but that's the new name of Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre's tag team. Drew McIntyre's alive? Drew McIntyre's back, baby. 
And is he had seen Three Man Band? He's he was the three man band man and he's but he's back and he's serious now and he's like Oi Gov Remember liking Dolph Ziggler? I fucking remember liking Dolph Ziggler and I was watching the Greatest Royal Rumble, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and Snickers present, and the first two people were the the zigzag man and the flying goat and uh, it was uh fucking pretty obvious to figure out who to cheer for. Uh uh, Tumblr chat pgot user Maxi Bajillion. I know you don't you don't keep up with the wrestling, but uh, I I'd like to. I watch so cool I'm gonna persuade you not to because the discourse <laughs> this week was so the greatest Royal Rumble the show we're talking about is WWE was given a large sum of money to do a show in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yes, and really. the women on the roster were not allowed to perform at the show. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, especially mm-hmm. because they do their whole thing as, like, the women's revolution. Like, we're putting women first, and then they do yeah. the show for lots of money and don't have any women there. It was so, like, well, I mean, credit where credit is due, um, because Stephanie McMahon did inspire Gloria Steinem to start writing about feminism, um, and she uh, she inspired Bell Hooks. Um, she mm-hmm. actually, Stephanie McMahon actually invented post-colonial feminism, um, so a thing because wrestling fans are normal and can't think like, well, I can, uh, this is problematic, but I can still enjoy it because I like to. So they said that, uh, WWE's biggest competitor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is very good. They said, well, how can you be mad at WWE for doing this when New Japan doesn't have any women wrestlers? Right. Which meanwhile, there are several women only, like, promotions in Japan. When like the best match at WrestleMania was an Asuka match. Yeah, which isn't great for New Japan, right? But it's not going to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and having Prince uh, Salman give you fucking tons of money and then give you a Saudi Arabia champions belt. And also, Sami Zayn isn't there because he's from Syria. Yeah, there's that too. It's not great. It's not great. And also, I love like <laughs> Triple H being like, "Well, actually, I mean, it's it's important to have dialogue with people with whom you have different." Um, so that's what happened and... in wrestling this week. That's if you were thinking wrestling. about getting into it, so political the wrestling. But also, Shinsuke Nakamura turned bad by hitting a homophobe in the balls over and over again, and now so he has a he great has... new rap rock theme, and it fucking rules. Wait, so he has consistently still been hitting AJ Styles in the balls? He literally all did it at the Greatest Royal Rumble, Saudi Arabia Snickers. It's good to me. Yeah. There was the last time, the last like SmackDown that I watched. AJ Styles was in a tag team match that Shinsuke Nakamura wasn't in, and he was waiting on the apron. And Shinsuke snuck up and jumped into the air and hit him in the balls. <laughs> Thank you, Shinsuke. Thank you, Shinsuke. I love your new rap rock theme. You're good. Uh, last question this week comes in from Anonymous, who says, "Hi, are the monthly live streams still a thing? Or are you all phasing them out? They are still a thing. Oops. I've just been very busy with school." This is my last week, and I'm going to go do all my essays and die and finish my finals next week. And then they will be back on shortly. Yes. I do want to do another Fire Pro thing, because there's been a lot of updates to it. Yeah. Apologies so, for yeah. that. I, I also, I have 30 pages to write before Monday, and it is Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to even fit an hour of anime into my schedule these days. I mean, I still it's definitely it. did it. Yeah, I, I did make my anime hour. I watched it and. In- it's and I watched a new My Hero Academia. Uh, I just watched that right before we recorded. I've heard that's oh, a good so one. Good. It was so good. It's so good. It's so fucking good, Brooks. You have to watch. I cried. Yeah? Yeah. I was getting there. I was getting there. My sister, my sister like, has read all of it, and she told me right before, and she's like, you're going to want to like, really pay attention for this one. I was like, okay. 
It's so good. But I mean, you know, Jackbox 5 is coming out this fall. Oh, yeah. Smash Bros. is coming out this year. You got to do like a PGOT turn. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I'm going to lose the first round. I'm going to give, I'm going to seed myself as number one because no one in PGOT <laughs> chat <laughs> knows how seeding works. So I'm going to give yep. myself the easiest path to the finals. Oh, I guess Eddie gets another bye, huh? All right. Yeah, Eddie gets a bye to the semifinals, huh? <laughs> I mean, I don't know enough about sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Uh, friend of the show, Maxi Bajillion, if people want to find you, find your stuff, where can they, can they do that? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I just have Tumblr, Twitter, Maxi Bajillion. I don't do podcasts. Yeah, me neither. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. overdone. Bad idea. One. Everyone has one. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, the, it's the new, let's make a band. Let's, let's start a park podcast. Yeah. Right. I mean, a bandy band I have in would be extremely good and everyone love it, so. Yeah. Because all my songs would go, and they'd be like, wow, this is really good. They would say, I would say that. You would say that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, this has been Yaddy Yaddy Boys. Don't get cucks. Stay off the hook. Uh, this is, I'm not owned. You are. It's Yaddy Yaddy Boys, folks. Goodbye, JoJo. <laughs> Goodbye, JoJo. Um, <laughs> I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I can't wait to fucking get this reference. <laughs> I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need. I love you all with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do. I will be strong, I will 